Yo, so the opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future Bachelor podcast. Looking so fly when I walk in the club. Yeah, Future Bachelor. <laughs> All the girls want me showing me love. Yeah, oh, they showing me love. The music is all the way turned up All the way turned up And I won't stop (laughs) till I get enough Looking so fly when I walk in the club So fly when I walk in Looking so fly when I walk in the club So fly when I walk in Looking so fly when I walk in the club so fly, Yo, fly Corey, I got I to this. so fly, so fly, so fly, so fly when I walk in. Yeah, welcome to a future bachelor. My name is Sai, and I'm Veronica, and we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and bachelor. This episode, we're covering vaxing that thing up. Drake fulfilling his lover boy name. I mean, almost, but Whoa. soon. And the rose ceremony bloodbath of the year. Yeah. Who's to say? Maybe not, but we'll see. <laughs> this is episode 171. Let's go. <laughs> wow. What an intro. Wowie. Look at us looking so fly when we walk on the pod. <laughs> That's us. Wow. Hey, nice shirt, pal. Yo, nice shirt, pal. <laughs> what are you wearing? I'm wearing Chicago. What are you wearing, pal? Yo, I'm wearing a Chicago too. Wait, what is that? A black? Yeah, it's uh, black. And mine is black too. We we twinning so hard right now, dog. Why'd you put this on after me though? You have to admit I was wearing mine first. Because I literally <laughs> almost put it on first. <laughs> Wow, great minds think alike here at Future Bachelor. V, what'd you think about that opening song? You're feeling fly when you walk on the pod. Um, you know, I'm feeling I'm feeling fly when I walk on the pod. Yeah, that um, was that was made back in 2011. I'm starting to check the dates now, so I can just like. Kinda... I was about to say, I'm like, because I always want to know what era it is. Yeah, and that I was could... that was sigh from a decade ago. So, um, oh but shit! I, obviously, I always forget that like 2011 is a decade ago. Like, I've seen memes that are always like in my brain. It's always 2000. Like. 1990 was 10 years ago like whatever no same thing for me yeah same type of thing for me i mean i the only way i can put it in perspective is is being like that was 10 years ago um obviously i'm referencing a song like that song goes all the way yeah that song was like huge when i when i made that song so um so that's why you hear that reference and that's how long ago it was so it's a fun song i think i might bring it back um I don't know about so much talking about like walking in the club, like or how fly I look, and you could probably change the words of that, and it'd be a better song. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I felt back in two thousand eleven. Those are the only words you want to change? Well, I mean, not the. I mean, there's 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 something there. There's potential. Um, and and um, okay. and I hate you when you when you start dissing my old songs like that. But it's anyways. so fun though. <laughs> I mean. They were big, you know, they made sense for the era, for the time. That's why I like to know when they're from. Oh, man. V, how are you doing? What are you drinking, tea? I am drinking some throat coat tea. Oh, God. Why did they, was it called that on the box? Yeah. Jeez. Um, it's called that. Ew, it? why, where, why are you getting gross with it? <laughs> I've never know. thought of it as gross. Just it came, the way you said it, I don't know. What? Um. So what, what's going on? You got, what's wrong with your throat? You know... I had a lot of fun in Chicago this past weekend. Okay. So, uh, which included a lot of a uh, lot of drinking. I got to see a lot of my pals um, that live in the city. We got to spend a day at my parents' house in the suburbs as well, which was nice. Um, you know, got to show Knip and Taylor Marie around around my hood, um, which actually was kind of sad in some senses because there's a big tornado that went through um the suburbs and did a lot of damage like we literally passed by a bunch of damage on the way to my house um thankfully nothing had happened to mine and thankfully all my friends that live in the area are okay um and their houses are you know getting fixed and things like that but um 
yeah, we stayed in the city. We met up with a lot of Taylor Marie's friends that live in the city. Um, we went up with my friends that live in the city and met up with some of Knip's friends that live in the city. And we got to just do a bunch of fun things, hung out mostly in Old Town, drinking and stuff. Went on the river a couple of times, like to drink and some places around there. Um, but yeah, no, we had a ton had a ton of fun. That's Lots dope. of good times. Ran, rode some divvy bikes while we were a little well, tipsy through shirts, the rain. Well, speaking of these shirts, though, speaking of these shirts, you, yeah. uh, you didn't you uh, meet up and take a pic? And I stuff? did. I got to see only. I just got to see Kate. Yeah. Um, even though it was technically Chad's birthday weekend, I got to see Kate Steinberg, compadre and creator of the shirts that we're wearing. Um, for those who are seeing us, but um. Yeah, so they were there was a big festival in the city this weekend. It was a country music festival and uh they had been doing that every day. So I got to see Kate for a little bit. She got to meet up with me before Dope. she, you know, went home to rest up for the next day. Oh yeah. Well, um I, I was um pretty excited to see all Zach's outfits because um <laughs> You helped pick them out. Yeah. yeah. He looked good. He looked good. Not only that, because I had cut him up that the, the night before he left with the beard and yeah. everything. So I was just really happy to see that the outfits, um, you know, actually came through. He looked fly. Um, I'm glad uh, y'all had a good weekend um, this past weekend and stuff. And I'm, I'm glad you're back, though. Um, you know, I'm gonna be Me taking too. off here soon. But this weekend, I actually celebrated. Um, John and Ebony's like they're they're gonna be taking off actually. Um, the day this podcast airs, so um, down That's to Florida. That's insane. I didn't realize like they'd be moving so quick oh yeah it happened so quick so um just want to you know um we send them off and uh gonna miss them a lot but we're gonna go visit For so sure. it's it's exciting times you know changes but um so that's pretty much all i did this weekend but v you know did you get to what, what, are, you, what are you watching all right i bit the bullet i am uh Watching the new reboot of Gossip Girl. It's only an episode in. Okay. It's on HBO Max. I am enjoying it thus far. I mean, hard to say after one episode. Definitely, they're making a lot of callbacks to the OG show, which like I enjoy. Huh? How are they doing that? Um, There's like a lot of parallels to like, you know, the the character arcs. Like there's some, you know... I don't think this is a spoiler because it happens in the first episode, but there's like a secret half sister that was in both versions. Uh, there's like the new guy who's going to kind of be this new season's Chuck Bass. He definitely has like the same kind of air about him, same kind of fuckboy personality, um, slightly less problematic, but not a lot. Um, but it's definitely a little bit more, they already revealed who the new Gossip Girl is because it's more of like they're trying to use Gossip Girl to control these like privileged kids where before in the original one, it was just like they were privileged and like Gossip Girl, Dan Humphrey was like, you know, putting them against each other for different reasons. But um, it's interesting. Uh, it definitely is more diverse and it has a lot more like viewpoints on different things happening but uh yeah i mean i'm gonna keep watching it it's pretty people doing pretty things in new york city and it's messy and it's fun it's like a reality tv show but not um i love your breakdown of it um i probably won't be watching it i never watched the original but um it sounds it sounds like a good time um for you so that's dope um well but what have you been watching me <laughs> Well, thanks for asking. I um actually I watched some things this weekend, but the most most um the biggest thing I watched was the new Black Widow. Um mm. came out on Disney Plus and um let me tell you, it's action packed. I liked it. Um I don't know, I'm seeing mixed I'm seeing mixed reviews about what people are thinking about the the movie. I I think it's cool because it's like a little spy thriller. It's got some comedy and some family stuff in there and it's tying some of the newer like phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm -hmm into it so that's what i've seen a lot of stuff about how it ties in like you get a little bit of like backstory to some different stuff whatever um exactly i need to watch it yeah i kind of almost want to go see it in a theater but yeah i might but might do that yeah i don't know actually you might I, I don't know if uh i think it might be something you have to pay for one way or another so um you might want to see it in theaters first so um 
but yeah i saw it and i definitely recommend it um i just love mcu stuff it's just kind of like cool that you got like loki like right after falcon winter soldier it feels like all these movies are actually dropping even if though some of them are tv shows so um Mm -hmm. so yeah black widow check it out uh v why don't we get into something i like to call quick hits or we like to call it i guess i don't know now that i say it like after 171 episodes yeah um it sounds weird but we like to call no sometimes i might say we i bet you there's a lot of instances where i say yeah we, we would have i would have to go back and check but um well, anyways. I'll, I'll be i'll be more conscious of it what do we what do we like to call this quick hits what do we got there we go okay um well speaking of black widow scarlett johansson um uh, her and her you know husband colin jost are expecting their first child together um supposedly she's pretty far along because she people had some rumors swirling about that because she kind of avoided going to some black widow pressers and stuff so um now now she's uh she's expecting yes uh congratulations to scarjo and kojo Mm -hmm. yes I just made that Kojo part up. I don't know if they call him that or not, but I think people have like done that before. I think it's cute though. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Anyways, what else we got? So, uh, you know, people are really trying to get as the president and the government and things have been trying to really get the last stragglers to get vaccinated to hopefully you know, keep everything pretty open and good to go, especially with the Delta variant. Uh, They've been doing a lot of different things to get people to get that poke in the arm. Sometimes they've been saying, doing like, you know, promotions with beer. In Ohio, they had like, there would be one person who would win a million dollars or something. Um, But then we've got Juvenile and uh, they, you know, came out with a remix of his famous song, Back that thing up, back that ass up. Um, <laughs> yeah, essentially, and, what they made—they're calling it "Vax That Thing Up" remix. So they got Juvenile, yes. Manny Fresh rapping, and 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 they switch up the words. It's like, girl, you look good. Won't you vax that thing up? It's 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 yeah. um, I don't know. I I think it's it's stupid. <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, it's it sounds really times, bad compared to the so original. Interesting that that's like what we've come to now. Like yeah. that's what a. Uh, we have songs that are referencing vaccination. So hey, though you said it, you're you're vaxxed and waxed and stuff this summer, so it's kind of on the same vibes, right? It is on the same vibe, very fully on the same vibe. Um, <laughs> Vax up, yes. bang up. Um, but there's like a lie to there where it's like you uh, you it's like uh, you a f- fine young homie or something like that. Vax up, thing. <laughs> it just sounds so awkward. We can't play it on the show, but you can look it up and and laugh yourself. So, um, V, what else we got? All right, so Lover Boy season seems to be in full swing. Let's for go. Our man's Drake. First, Drizzy. he's been you know whining and dining. Um, Johanna Leah, who is the mother of um <clears throat> of la, 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 of UCLA commit Amari Bailey, who is plays on the same team as LeBron James, signed Brownie James. Um, so obviously, you know, Drake knows what knows what he's doing with these uh these wags. I guess wag moms. I don't even know what would oh, that be. A w- I mean, yeah, he was at the scene at these games lately. You know how Drake does on the sidelines, just making a him scene. Him with MBJ, my man, yeah. and then like obviously LeBron James. Yeah, uh, Michael B. Jordan and them. But um, yeah, there was this like mom that's like really attractive, like standing there, and here comes Drake. She's definitely a milf. Oh my goodness. I, um. So I mean, yeah. So Drake um found the opportunity to kind of slip in there and um. He took her to dinner. He made like, you know, took her to dinner at the Dodger Stadium when they were out of town playing. And so like, you know, there's he had a big table. And Some people are wondering, is this a rollout for Certified Lover Boy, his new album coming out? Do you think he meant to be caught or do you think he's like, oh, shit, like I, I didn't and now I got caught and now this can be huge. Ah, <laughs> oh, shucks. Yeah. Caught in this large stadium. With my giant table for this dinner date. I don't Who know, though. Who would have known me to be here? Who 
weird. Also, they look like it looked like she was kind of like um, yelling at him or like putting him in this place they're saying. So he was just like getting reamed out like while getting caught by the helicopter. That's hilarious. Because <laughs> um, she, you know, but, she's not going to put up with, um, you know, that all the groupies and all this stuff. She's a mom. She's got a, a very talented son. Um, uh, yeah, know. she does. Yeah. yeah. So she's not going to be putting up with the Drake stuff um, and the games, you know, but we'll see. I mean, it's Drake. Pretty much. Time will tell. Time will tell. Time. Um, Speaking of time will tell, Drake's album is in the mixing phase. Oh. So only time will tell when it officially, you know, will be outy. But uh, it's it's almost there. It's getting close. I am, I am, I am hungry for this album. I have been waiting. We've all been waiting. I bet you it drops drop like in, in the January. next. I bet it drops in the next two weeks or something. We'll see though. Um, what else we got? Um, what else do we have? Uh, so Chris Harrison mm-hmm. might be, you know, because he's fully gone from anything Bachelor related. Um, he might be um, tapped to fill the space of Megan McCain on The View, which. I find this to be hilarious if this is true because Megan McCain is probably the, was the most hated person on the view except for, you know, I guess maybe whoever else is extremely um conservative like what was That's- Rosie O'Donnell on there or like people like that? I don't know. Um but you I don't know, know you know what I'm saying though? I don't think why would Chris Harrison want to be put on Another platform. On the view with all those women, it seems bizarre to me. Well, I, I think it's a good fit actually, but I, I just wouldn't understand why you would want to put yourself in a position to like be on like network television, like just giving your opinion on different topics and possibly getting canceled yeah, cause, again. You know, the last time he did that, it didn't really end up super well for him. Exactly. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's an interesting choice, but um, I would like to see it. Bulls just... move, Cotton. We'll see how it works out for him. Exactly. Um, but what else we got for anything else for Quick Hits? Yes. Um, my my girl, Halsey, released um, the cover art for her upcoming album, If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power, uh, as well as a trailer. And it's very, like, medieval uh, themed. The whole idea is that it's supposed to be like playing with the idea of the dichotomy of sexuality and motherhood. Um, and the cover art shows her kind of in this classic style, like big dress, a throne, whatever, holding a baby and like her one boob is out, um, which is like there's actually, you know, Renaissance paintings that look very similar to that. Um, and so... It, the trailer looks pretty, like, the trailer was pretty, like, jarring. It's supposed to be showing, like, the joys and horrors of childbirth and, like, being a woman and what that means and, you know, how women's bodies and, like, their sexualities are looked at in different ways. So, um, I'm, I'm, as a fan, I'm excited. Uh, it's very, it seems highly conceptual, so I'm interested to see how that's carried out in the songs, because in her earlier albums, they all kind of had themes, um, so interested to see how that theme is carried throughout. I agree. Um, V, what made you go yikes this week? There's been anything that made you go yikes? Like, Well, Wendy Williams again. Yeah. Uh, really, uh, Sis needs to, I think... Call it maybe, quits. maybe call it quits, um, because she started a, a segment of a story about the death of a TikTok star who's known by Swavy, um, by you know pretty much being like clap if you know who Swavy is, and of course her general audience is older women typically and so like the people in her audience like there's maybe like three people who clapped or whatever because well, at first she's and, like clap and everyone's like <laughs> and then she's like clap if you know him and then they're like well i don't know him and then she's like well he's got this many followers and they're like wow which like, is more and she said which is more than me yeah and everyone's like ha ha ha, ha. he's like well he was shot and killed like 19 this morning yeah yeah and, and everyone's like oh, 
it's like what like yo why'd you set it up like that that's so crazy girl like, like, that is the most disgraceful way of burying a lead i've ever seen in my life it's yeah. just like so disrespectful and of course like the family of swaby is like lashing out at wendy williams and being like yo like wtf dude like this is how you write carry out a story about the death of our son like that's insane like yeah um rest in peace to him and you know condolences to the family and stuff um what else we got for yikes um this is a baby yikes i mean because i feel like i've talked about on this show how there's never there's barstool in general is like not the best company mm -hmm. dave portnoy not the best dude but uh he got even more not the best because there's been a lot of like old clips of him saying the n-word um confirming that rape jokes are funny um doing like other tweets tweets that are probably from this past year a year ago whatever that one of them was from the protest last summer being all like good job to whoever um hit those people like in trying to end this like protest or whatever like people who were um, kind of like going against protests and whatever against uh, when everything happened with George Floyd. So that's like not a great look. Um, Why is this coming out right now? It's just been starting. I think it's just starting to permeate more. Actually, I saw it on Rachel Lindsay's story. And because she's like, more people need to know about this. I don't know. I feel like right now there's a lot of eyes on some of these rich men as there's like you know, the rich men race, uh, space race happening right now. And I just feel like people are starting to look into some of these companies and things. And especially with crypto getting bigger and all this stuff. And he was big in the whole day training, day trading um, game. I think people have just started to like peek into stuff, which he's, you know, in the past has had sex tapes leaked and whatever and he's been very like upfront about those so i don't really know how he's handling i mean this. i was gonna say he's one of those people that doesn't really care and it doesn't really affect his stuff but that's not necessarily true like the last time there was some like sex tape news that came out about him um like the stock in um what's it called uh like some sports betting thing that he's involved with, yeah. with pen um has been down since then um you know and he's like by the dip but um it definitely affects business and i'm sure like people that are in business with him don't like these type of things coming out even if he doesn't care so um yeah yikes well v you know what time it is it's that time we talk about the bachelorette on our show <laughs> v, oh, where do we start this week? What a crazy, oh, crazy this week! This episode starts out on such a interesting note. Yeah, hand check, right? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why I felt like this episode started. Um, but yeah, V, why don't you tell us where we start with this show and get into it? So you know, the meeting of the minds happens as it does, I guess, every episode where, which I want them to show more of. I want them to show more of like Caitlin, Tasha and Katie all like hanging out talking like I really want like because it's been confirmed that Caitlin and Tasha are going to be the host for Michelle season yeah and like I really want them to be hosting more like I kind of want to see them more um but they have their little powwow and um you know what I bet you like is this some type of probably like testing they're doing with it like you know we're like all right we're testing the new host but we have to like see like how much we can put them into things where people are not like they're taking over or they're like it's too annoying they'll probably like focus test like how much they are in these episodes and stuff as it goes to see how much more they can put of them i mean just being from behind the scenes and knowing that people do these type of testing like you know True. Should, you know this is about views and this is a lot of money they're not just gonna just like try these things without knowing if it's working or not so at some point i we, get that yeah probably by michelle's season we'll probably see like a little bit more different and show and and how much we see them um you know judging how much you want to see them again you know it's like they'll probably listen to that type of stuff so um but yeah continue sorry 
Um, no, you're fine. But so they talk and Katie presents this idea of how she wants to challenge the men to, you know, not not pleasure themselves, to put it plainly, at all and like see how long they could go. What is this? I don't understand. Like what what's going on here? Veronica, explain like how we're talking <laughs> about this and how she knows that people are masturbating, how she can get away with telling people. She gets somehow brought up to the girls that they have been saying, the guys have been like, you know, told her a thing or two about how like, I guess maybe, obviously in conversations we don't see, but how good she looks. And then maybe they're all like, and yeah, so I had to whack it. Like, I don't. (laughs) I don't don't understand. This is weird, weird. I was very uncomfortable with this whole, like, I didn't know, like, what the point of it all was and how long they're going to last. Is there going to be an ending? She wants to, like, see if they'll prove, like, that they care more about her, like, and, you know, like, what, how long they could go. How is that sex positive? I mean, I mean, I don't really think it is. Like, I don't really, I think this is just like playing into the show's very twisted view of sex positivity because they're talking about masturbation. That's, they're they're like, well, that's sex positive. We're talking about it. And I'm like, uh, But talking about telling people not to do something, like, you know, that's really nobody's business, but their personal own. Um, I mean, I get it. It's, It's all funny and stuff, but. Then you got people like Blake that are just like straight up telling you how much he like jerks off and stuff. It's like crazy. Right? Which is why I, that and that's how people think they would be like such a good couple. Which I'm like, this isn't no like this isn't like I just don't understand how like like oh because we both talk about masturbation like uh, like whatever like that not a good couple does that make like I don't I don't understand how. They think that's like, you know, that's the way. But whatever, whatever. So Caitlin goes and presents this idea to the dudes and they're all like, all right, like, ah, like they're like kind of not. Some of them look, some of them look worried. (laughs) That was another part I didn't get. It was like, for real, you guys like can't do this. Or you can't just like, just be like, I'm still going to do it anyways. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Caitlin's like, they share rooms. Like, are they doing it in the shower? Like, when other people are gone on dates and stuff? Like, what? We're thinking about this too much. Like, do they not have another like, like date they could send these guys on instead? Like, they're just making things up. Like, now we're going to tell them not to touch themselves. Like, what? I know. Well, and Virgin, and Virgin Mike is all How like. How bad is the problem? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I haven't done it in 30 years, so this should be easy. <laughs> oh, I'm like, wow, damn. The Lord has a grip on you. Oh, that is- <laughs> wow. Dude, I don't even know what you know. That's crazy. Um, Anyways. Yo, you're going to hell. To first- you're going to hell. That's for sure. Oh, no, I already knew that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I learned that a long time ago. Um, Um, I'm just joking. Um, Anyways, so, you know, the dudes are already (laughs) (laughs) the dudes are already sort of like not having it with Hunter because he talked to Greg and talked to somebody else about, you know, his uh, that he already thinks he has the top four laid out and. You know, he knows so much about the show and he's like, okay, I think I'm in the top four. I think whoever else, blah, blah, blah. Like, and people are like, okay, this man's kind of calculated. So they go into the group date that Hunter is on and it is a group date where a bunch of straight men don't understand how to shade each other. And some of my favorite RuPaul's Drag Race queens, Shea Coulee and Monet Exchange, are trying to teach them how, gave them good examples, and these dudes still are just like, eh, which I could understand because in general for this show, the, you know, the point of it is that you don't want to have other people's names in your mouth. Like, you don't want to be, like, shit-talking other people, but, yeah. like, that was the point of the date. Like, yeah. they've done roast dates before, yeah, like, I mean, I think them- it was smart for them to, like, add in some, like, good, like, like pronging, you know, 
things to get them going because like just for them to just say things off the bat is just ridiculously mean like that's just straight up bullying at that point like it'd be like all right so you who never in the house watch rupaul's drag race sure, they but... literally have a segment where they just say the library is open reading is fundamental they put on sunglasses and then they roast. shade everybody all the other contestants it's the best part of the show sure sure but i mean i think it's it was good for them to be like you know who do you think is the least like you know blah 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 and at least at that point like you can start going in and that person defends themselves and then someone has a joke about that person and then just kind of got it going but you know what um uh, what's his name uh hunter i i, I kind of felt bad for him like you know what i'm saying i kind of felt bad for him too because they're most of like their shade was just like kind of shitty insults or like man we know you're a leprechaun and i was like what the fuck yeah like, yeah then- I, I i at that point like i get it like I, I i guess i see where hunter was getting ahead of himself he was feeling himself which is not the worst thing in the world but you know um but yeah i mean i just feel like you know those guys have been on a witch hunt a little bit you know the last couple episodes just kind of that when one guy goes it's the next guy and um you know, not saying he's the best guy, but like, you know, he's still got kids and stuff like, you know, it's like and he could have just gotten like really upset and like, you know, freaked out a little bit or something like that, like which I could have seen him doing. He was pretty well composed defending himself and he didn't even say anything bad about anybody else. And he said some pretty sweet things that, you know, her um, whether Such or not. Media. Yeah. Whether or not like I thought it was pretty like sincere, but um We'll see if that actually is well, the case what, later. What kind of what became the catalyst then leading to the cocktail portion of the date was that when all the dudes were, you know, writing their shade or their debate things that I don't know how they used them, um, the queens were going around and asking them different things. And one of the queens asked Hunter, like, do you think you're in love with Katie yet? And he was, like, very honest, like, being like, you know, that's such a strong, like, thing. And, like, from what I've been through in past relationships, et cetera, et cetera, like, I don't know if I could say strongly that I'm in love with her yet. You know, like, I think that's an accurate way to portray that situation. And, of course, so Trey, our favorite little snitch, is the one who heard that. And then when prompted, when they're actually on the stage – um hunter then says yes i'm falling for katie which then trey because he's the little snitch takes to big offense he's like he's a liar that's not what he said blah 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 and then of course the cocktail party turns into trey having to you know in his mind he's like i gotta tell her the truth because it worked for him once so he's like i'm gonna tell her the truth which once again which last time when he told it he twisted it a little this time he also twisted it a little he's like he was like well pretty much he was saying no that he couldn't be in love with you like and i was like that's literally not what he said well um what what ends up happening next like she ends up uh going on the next one-on-one date yeah, because she doesn't because she's exhausted by all of that. She pukes because she's so stressed out because everybody like starts bragging on Hunter. She doesn't even give out a group date rose. So then she goes on a one-on-one date with Justin. And it's, w- once again, a recycled date idea. They do the fake wedding photo things with Franco, who none of those photos ever look good. They always look blurry. Like, what's the point of Franco is just like a token, like flamboyant gay man to take photos for them at this point which i'm like what this is honestly that's not really inclusive because you're just using a token gay man to like be flamboyant to be flamboyant like i'm like i don't i don't understand i don't even remember him actually showing up like until now so that's the thing like they're making him be a thing where i'm like when did he become a thing in the show like i don't remember him even from like last seasons i remember him like being in a couple things this season but that's about it um but yeah so anyways yeah boring ass day he ends up getting a rose um i don't think anything real significant comes out of this day right i'm like trying to remember i feel like they feel like they talked sort of deep during their dinner part but like i really don't know what about anymore i think she's (laughs) talked oh 
Because she talked about how, like, walking down the aisle was really emotional to her because, like, her dad's dead and she won't be able to. And Oh, and she talked about how technically her dad that's dead isn't her biological father. And now she has her biological father out there that's trying to get to know her. And that's really that's right. difficult for her. So we found out a little bit about her. Um, and so, yeah, that came out of it. He was there to listen to her, you know, story about that. And um, he gets a rose and... They move on to the next day. Um, what happens? So the next date goes to Catsuit Connor. Mm. And um, they do a little double date action with Caitlin and Jason. Um, play some games, whatever. And uh, Katie goes into this date pretty much being like, okay, you know, on paper, Connor's great like we have a great connection but she's like I feel like he's just a friend like I don't feel a spark whenever we kiss and we've seen them kiss and it's doesn't look great it always looks like he's trying too hard or like there's something they're just miss out of rhythm I don't know I hate what like I've never never watched so much kissing except in like these years that I've watched this show and like now I feel like I'm a kissing expert and I don't know what that says about me, but um, do you? Yes. You've never had a bad kiss situation. Um, I have. Yes, I have had bad kiss situations. But it's always the other yes. person, or is it just like mixed, mixed? Uh, I feel like sometimes it could be mixed styles. Like maybe I'll give the other person the benefit of the doubt. I really don't think it's me, mm-hmm. but um, but uh, yeah, sometimes I think it's mixed styles or just not having. Yeah, yeah, mixed styles. Like you know, you know, some people go in and then they come out, go back in, come out. Some people just go, glock, glock, glock. they just get like right Ew. stuck to the face, <laughs> and they won't pull apart. And you're like, what? It's like, have you like the last time you make out was in high school or something? Like, what's going on? Well, yeah, see, that's the thing. I feel like dependent on like how people's past relationships were or whatever, like maybe they were in a long relationship and whatever they were doing worked for them, or maybe they just didn't like progress into better kissing and i feel like sometimes that happens and then yeah sometimes like you could teach somebody sometimes you can't and then that's kind of when you gotta if you don't feel it you don't feel it and so unfortunately the outcome of this date she gives him you know one which i kind of felt like it was foreshadowing to me because she was like i'm gonna give him one last kiss and like i feel like you wouldn't say like one last kiss like i would say more of like I have to give him another shot. I need to see, like, where this kiss is going or, like, what's happening. But, like, she kept saying one last kiss. And I'm like, okay, she kind of already had her mind made up. And Too much riding on the kiss. Like, you know, it's uh, too much pressure on it. Well, yeah, because, like, if, you, if you're if you already, if you're set really, like, fail. feeling that way. if What? It's, like, set up to fail. Oh, for sure. No, if you're already feeling that way, like... You're going to have to, like, see fireworks for days for it to be better. And she did not. And she doesn't even let him come to the second part of their date. She shows up at his door crying in her little cute sweatshirt and, um, you know, sends him home. And it was very emotional. Uh, And this is probably the first time I've ever seen them do this. But they had him... I thought, you know, when the, I heard the door open and the dudes were all sitting and hanging out, I thought it was just going to be the suitcase dude coming and picking up his suitcase and leaving. But no, they let, um, they maybe they let the suitcase guy have a day off. But they let Connor go in and, like, say goodbye to everybody. And, like, everybody was crying. Like, everybody was upset. I wonder if they did that for uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Like, you know, potentially, you know, because they love to have these guys be like, that's a good little clip. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, last time we saw these guys are crying because they were getting sent home and, you know, but anyway, so yeah, he gets to say goodbye. Um, He's like, damn, how bad of a kisser am I? You know, that's so sad. I know. (laughs) No, what a loser, dude. He sucks, man. I hate him. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. Uh, I mean, I didn't like him that much either. Like as a as a potential person. No, it was just like I'm sure he's a 
fine enough person. It was just like I don't I can't tell if like it's the way he's acting on television or if that's just the way he is cuz like either way like he's just annoying to me. Like the way he talks, he's just like no no no. Oh, oh. like it's like dude, chill out. Um, but I mean, I don't have to see him anymore, so that's good. Um, what happens next in the episode? So, Katie goes kind of hard in the paint when it comes to the cocktail party slash row ceremony by pretty much telling the dudes she shows up to what is supposed to be the cocktail party. Wait, hold on. We skipped the they- part where she's sad and Blake comes in. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe I forcefully try to go over that. <laughs> she's sad. Blake shows up, like, doing the whole thing yeah. with the music. The and, box, like, yeah. she's, like, so excited about it. And then they, like, make out in the hallway for a while. And then they, like, come in and talk and, like, you know, make out more. And it's just, like, I, and then and then they do this thing that I hated so much. Like, you know, they have, like, Blake talking about, like, he's, like, I really feel like I'm going to have my happy ending with Katie, blah, blah, blah. And then they show him, like, putting the do not disturb sign on his door by himself. Remember this. Do not disturb sign on his door, and they like see the light go off, and then you see one sprinkler pop up. Like that's the B roll that they go on, and I'm like, all right, so we know who lost the challenge. It has to be Blake. <laughs> he couldn't even couldn't even last like you know a whole week. He couldn't even do it. Yeah. Well, um, all right. So she goes into this um last thing. Um, you know, the guys are getting ready for this date, and she's like, nah. Cocktail party. Yeah, uh, I already know. I already know what I need to do. It's it's too late for y'all, right? Pretty much. Yeah, she's all like, it would be a disservice to the people that like I care about to waste any more time on you guys. People are like, oh damn, like you know, there's no. She's like pretty much like there's no saving yourselves. Like (laughs) like, okay, and this this is where people start realizing like maybe I should have talked a little bit more about myself than. Yeah, that's what Trey says because because. As we see, snitchers don't lose. Snitchers snitch. No. All right. I'm just going to see myself out. I'm going to see myself. Snitches eventually get their stitches, okay? Wow. Um, I would rewind that stuff, but I got to get a lot of my sound effects back here. I don't know what's going on. Um, But, yeah, anyway, snitches get what? Snitches get- eventually get their stitches because he, That's you what know. you wanted to say? Oh, my God. That was I was trying so hard. It was the brain. It wasn't there. But um, oh my God. because he ends up, she decides that she's only going to let uh, six dudes stay and four going home because stuff is, it's halfway through the season. Um, so shit's getting real. Yeah. And she sends home Trey, Aaron. Um, who else? Oh, James. James in the box. And then Hunter, she ends up sending home Hunter, who I find it surprising that this guy, Brendan, who we've maybe heard three words from, is making it on as we go forward. Because, I I mean, what? He's just like, a nice guy, like, I guess. But, you know, I, I feel like she should have just let Hunter go home when she talked to him, like, outside. Like, you know, why bring him back to do that whole thing? Yeah, why bring him back in and then be like, and then she, it you know, use it. If, like, you gave him the rose, like, then, too. Like, it's just, like, that whole thing should have been, like, you should, uh, maybe. She's like, yeah, I need more clarity. And then she's like, I got it. And your ass is still going home. Like, ah. (laughs) Whatever. But, um, no, everybody deserved to probably go home at that point. Because just looking at scenes from next week, which there's not much to get out of it. But um, I did notice, like, it's going to be really hard for her to shave these the rest of these guys down. These are, like. They all seem like good fits for her. Like, how is she going to choose yeah. between any of these guys? Except for that Canadian dude. He probably could go. But um, Yeah, the, the, yeah, Brandon could probably go. But also, I'm surprised that she has such a um, tight bond with Mike the Virgin. I mean, that right there is just real deal. Like, I think that's that. I think, you know, something about virginity, There's there's a, there is a huge value in that. You know, um, mm. it's just you just. There's something that you, you're taking. You, you you might get some things that are bad out of of someone that's inexperienced with that. But at the same time, they they haven't been through all these other experiences that most people have, um, which makes them unique. And I think that's an attractive trait about anybody. And um, you know, someone like Katie, 
um, would see that type of like you know value in someone I think and that's why he's around he's just a good person too like you know true um, he really is and he's very vulnerable with her which she likes so yeah I mean whatever values he has it seems like it's keeping him pretty um, under low radar for all this drama stuff so um, well and that's um, actually compadre Courtney brought up a point that she's like, maybe that's why Brendan, the Canadian firefighter dude who we haven't heard much from, maybe that's why he got picked to stay because he's been pretty under the radar with any of the drama. He seems pretty nice, good, whatever. And maybe he's like one of the last like non-drama related guys that she wants to like explore. Right. Just because we haven't seen much of them, it doesn't mean like their conversations aren't just like perfect where it's just like uninteresting for a viewer to watch. But like between them, it's actually like, you know, a budding romance. So, you know, there's that type of stuff. Um, so yeah. Uh, do we have anything else out of bachelor news? I know we kind of talked about a lot of different things here this week, but well, Bachelor in Paradise, the cast was released, and all of the dudes that we lost this week on The Bachelorette will be coming to Paradise. So, Aaron, um, Connor, uh, you know, um, Hunter, etc. So, uh, James, um, maybe not Hunter. I don't know if I saw Hunter. But um, also, other stars that will be on there, Joe grocery store joe it looks like um brendan is gonna be on there and him and piper had a thing for a while it seemed like so maybe that isn't a thing anymore i have a feeling Uh, this is gonna be a good season huh i think it's gonna be a good season of bachelor oh i'm excited it's got literally all of the victorias yeah like a bunch Victorias. of Victorias. It's got Queen Victoria from last season. It's got some Victorias from Peter's season. Um, it's got Kelsey, who's the one who had the champagne uh, whole situation. Uh, looks like, you know, yeah. we've got Noah, who was from Tasha's season, who was supposed to be the immature one. So interesting to see his redemption arc like on the Noah. show. I like Noah. And I, I don't think he needs one. He's a good guy. Um, well, I'm just saying in the, in the eyes of the show, he sure. needs a redemption arc. Um, all right. Well, I mean, I'm looking forward to that for sure. When does that start in August? August, yeah. Cool, cool. Um, anything else? Um, No, not that I know of unless you know something I don't. No. Um, I, I mean, you know, I send them, I send them to us, so I think we covered everything. Um, I know. I, I go through them. I yeah, know. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I, I'm just lost in the outline right now. So I was just wondering if there was anything else, but, um, oh, here we go. I know where we are. Slapper of the Slapper week. Slapper of the week. Why don't we talk about that? Slapper of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> yes, sir. This week's Slapper of the week comes to you from, um, you know, I, I saw a post before the song came out from Charlie Puth saying this is one Ooh. of the one of the best songs he's ever worked on. So it's a it's it's Ooh, got Charlie Puth. So you were like, gotta listen, gotta listen. <laughs> and of course, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of the the new music coming from Kid Leroy, and of course, you know, Justin Bieber's thrown on there. You got to check it out. So um, the song is called Stay. I feel like it has this like very 80s vibe to it. Um, mm-hmm. it's like one of those songs that you can bop your head really fast to that you're like thinking about like love and relationships and stuff. So, um, I, th- I've, bop your heads, but be in your feelings, you know, when you're you just know? like, da, 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 love, 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 what, what? So, um, that was my impression of what I saw in my head when I was explaining it before, okay. but, um, you know, you kind of have to like visualize it with your voice sometimes visualize it with your voice. Um, okay. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, check out that we added it to the future bachelor podcast playlist on Spotify. Um, check out all the new music there. We're keeping that going. We got some tunes and stuff for your summer needs. Um, Veronica, do you have any shout outs this week? Do I ever, oh my goodness. um, I wanted to shout out some of my Chicago gals, including mm-hmm. our girl, Kate Steinberg, whose shirts, Chicago spelled S H K A. Geo, um, you can find on her on her Instagram. It's Kate Steinberg. Um, I wanted to shout her out, my friends Natalie and Allison, um, for you know hanging with me when I was in town. I wanted to shout out my parents and my brother Jack for you know hosting and hanging out with Knip and Taylor Marie and me. 
um, when we came and stayed at my house for a night. And then I wanted to shout out um, our friend Evan. And then also just like in general, like all of our friends that we were able to see in the city. So Wow. Okay. Um, I would like want to give a really quick shout out again to John and Ebony and um, good luck on your new uh, chapter. Yes. Good luck. And the trip. Um, hung out with my boy JP this weekend, so it was nice to catch up with him. What up, dog? And then, um, you know, we had this guy named Alexander Craver that wrote us on YouTube, found this like sticker somewhere in Florida. And he wrote, he's like, I just found your sticker on the bottom of a toilet seat here in, in, in Florida, um, somewhere and, and in a hotel. And I just found you guys on YouTube and I wrote this comment. So did you put it there? Probably. I mean, somebody put it there. I think it was me. Um, I'm guessing if it's on the bottom of a toilet seat, I'm guessing it's you. Yeah, that's kind of one of my moves, you know. So I just wanted to shout out him. I wrote, I I replied to him in in a comment being like, I'm shouting you out on episode 171. So shout out to you. You know, no one leaves a YouTube comment. I never leave YouTube comments, like, ever. So, like, I think it's pretty important when people do it on our stuff. So shout out to you, man. Alexander Craver. Um, V. That's what's up. Are you around this weekend? What's going on? What do you got planned? I am around this weekend. Uh, you know, I've got I've got minimal minimal plans. Just think I might be bouncing around a couple of places this weekend. Not really sure anything super legit just yet, but uh, Sunday I will be helping welcome, will send off, I guess, some area seniors who are, will be going to Mizzou in the fall. So that's exciting. Um, but yeah, besides that, I think I'm just chilling like a villain because then I'm the last two weekends of this month, I'm not going to be here. So <laughs> like, oh, wow. yeah. gone again. Well, I'll be uh, flying out to um, Lake George, my hometown, uh, in upstate New York for a week. So I'll be up there. Um, I'll be catching a lot of people up there um, going up for a funeral. So, um, oh, you know, which was on better terms. Condolences. But, yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, so just going up there to be around the people need to be around to support and um you know catch up with some people so um that's where i'll be so next week i'll be on the road um we might sound a little weird because i don't know how much um i'm gonna be able to take with me to record so at the very least you'll hear both of our voices um veronica will probably sound like she always does i might sound different so and um probably no sound effects but just giving you a little heads up you'll still get us but um guys that's all that matters that's all that matters that's all all that matters so um veronica i'm glad you're back i'm sorry i'll be missing you this weekend but um i guess we'll be doing that all month but you know yeah kind of i think so (laughs) but this is where you can catch us and we can kind of this is future bachelors where the two ships pass in the night so um it's good to see you that's Um, an episode title too one of our former episodes a little throwback you know shout out to everyone that caught that but you guys know what it is this has been future bachelor my name is cy I'm Veronica. And we'll see you next week. Deuces. Bye.